The most challenging Wednesday riddle ever. The solution is at the end of this audio. We also caught up with Chris Russell and discussed whether working tourist visas are similar to slavery. Donald Trump, personator, was on the program and we talked about the motion passed yesterday at the Ordinary Council meeting from the Shire that opposes drilling in the bite. It's all coming up. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Wednesday Riddle. 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock, it's 7 o'clock. And this is the Wednesday Riddle. Uh, look, we're trying to make a run at that crown. So far, Shano's got it. He got five weeks in a row this Wednesday Riddle. Can you get it? You're going to have to give me a call, 13 27 10. First in, best rest. Okay. If you throw me out a window, you leave a grieving wife. Bring me back through the door and give someone a new life. What am I? This is a challenge rating of about ooh, seven to eight. This is difficult. So I'm going to say it again. Get a pad and paper. Write this down. If you throw me out a window, you'll leave a grieving wife. Bring me back through the door and give someone a new life. Now, give me a call, 13-27-10, if you want to have a go at the Wednesday Riddle Crown. You'll have to get it five weeks in a row. You have to be the first person to call in. Otherwise, head to the Trip Investments Facebook page. You can answer it there and enjoy all the fun that Facebook has to offer. And it looks like I've got a caller coming in, so that's very, very quick. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. And boy, oh boy, wow-wee, what a big ordinary council meeting it was last night. The gallery was full of people, the public, wanting to hear about the Esperance Tanker JDD construction motion. Um, but there was one item which was brought up later after everyone was left, which I think was really important. And the Shire have unanimously decided to denounce the drilling in the Great Australian Bight. There was a huge protest which happened Saturday morning at the Whale Tower. A whole bunch of people, over 600 paddled out using their canoes, their surfboards, I don't know, pieces of wood if they had them, whatever they wanted, to say we don't want any drilling by Equinox, the Norwegian drilling company, in the Great Australian Bight. Um, the Shire have taken that all on board. They will present that to South Australia. Go, there's a whole bunch of different communities, uh, Ravensthorpe, Albany, who have all said no to this uh, proposal. Let's hope the South Australian government listened to everyone else along the coast who would be affected if there was some sort of spillage and decided to decline Equinox's application. I mean, Chevron and BHP have already turned it down, so I don't know why. And also, it's a Norwegian company. What's the benefit for Australia? It's ludicrous. Anyway, we move along. This is Maroon 5. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. And on a Wednesday, we do like to catch up with the wise old head of Donald Trump and get to hear some of his wise old words. Donald Trump's twisted tweets turned into poetry. The smart ones act very famine and needy, but inside they are real killers. I wouldn't mind if there were an anti-Viagra. That's the kind of thinking our country needs right now. I, I just, I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? An anti-Viagra. 
Hasn't he, has the man ever heard of something called restraint? Is that a thing? Where is chivalry, Mr. Trump? He's an animal. He's an absolute animal. He's abhorrent. Uh, but I guess I'm sorry if you are listening, Donald. Um, I very much doubt that you are, though. Although there is the app that can go worldwide. Let's turn the feel good back on. For breakfast. Every week we catch up with the podcast host of Agriminers. His name is Chris Russell, and this podcast, it's brilliant. We've chatted about uh, farming on Mars. We've talked talked about the complicated issue that is kangaroos, whether we should be eating more kangaroos or farming them or letting them be. And we've got another topic to discuss today, one that's pertinent to the agriculture industry. Chris Russell, that podcast host, joins me now. Chris, how are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you going, Sean? Very well. Uh, visas for Vistas. Okay, so with WA, we do have some backpackers and some people coming in and getting those work visas, but not as many in the eastern states. So give us a bit of a rundown on the situation as it stands. Yeah, well, it's interesting because fruit and vegetable industries are about 15% of Australia's agricultural food production. But the big difference with them compared with all the other parts of agriculture is it has become completely reliant on cheap and available labour from, you know, overseas special visa holders, backpackers, you know, even grey nomads who are happy to work for nothing virtually um, because of these various arrangements that they have under the visas. And the farmers, of course, are, are paying the money that they have to pay as a minimum, although there is some criticism of... Uh, uh, the fact that they're being paid piecework and to earn a decent wage, you'd have to be, you know, the Hulk and Superman built into one to be able to pick enough strawberries or whatever to do it. But the main issue is the way these people are employed through these agencies who treat them basically like slaves. Mm-hmm. And under the rules of the visas, um, if, if they don't like where they're working, then they lose their visa and have to go home. If they don't pay the, the uh, person who's organised the labour, you know, extortionate rates for like $500 a week for living in a four persons in an old caravan in a caravan park or something. Mm. They lose their visa. And this has just become almost slave labour. Now, of course, the farmers wouldn't in any way condone that, but they're totally dependent on this. You know, if they didn't have access to that cheap labour, they basically would be out of business. It's such a precarious situation, I feel, and... On one hand, I think the whole setup needs a shake-up, and then on the other, it's almost a perception of the work because what can the farmers do? The visas are just there. They've got the workers. No one else, no one from the cities are going to come down and pick the fruit. So so how do you solve this? It's really difficult. It's a really difficult Well, that's situation. the problem. You know, they, it's not as if they can go in and say, well, look, we won't employ any more visa holders. We'll only take locals because the locals won't go and do it. They won't do it for the money and they, they don't like the hard labour, the only way you can convince anyone to do that sort of work is because they get some other benefit. For example, the backpackers, if they do 88 days work in regional areas, then they're allowed to extend their visa for another year, which is why I called this episode Visas for Visitors. Yeah, there you go. And I think they've now changed this again so they can do another 88 days and get a third year. And the, the local people are just moving elsewhere. They're not staying in the area because they're not prepared for the money that's available to pick all this fruit economically. It's too hard. It's in hot weather, and they're not just going to do it. I know you've got grandchildren, and as they grow up, would you ever recommend them to go and wor- work on one of these farms? I would certainly always recommend my grandchildren to go and do some jackarooing and jillarooing in the bush. I think it's a fantastic experience. 
I worked in the bush a lot when I was young. You learn so much resilience and independence. You're dealing with down-to-earth people. I absolutely would, would do that because this is not about working with the people on the land. This is about avoiding the system which had you working through these middlemen who effectively are, are like in, in, uh, indentured slave organisers. Mm, yeah. Um, I will leave it there because that's a very... Very strong message, very strong words, and I guess also an endorsement to try and get your kids out there and to learn a bit about our agriculture and about our beautiful landscape. That podcast, you can get it at podcast1.com.au. That particular one is called Visas for Vistas. There's plenty more topics that Chris Russell gets stuck into. He's joined me this morning. Thank you so much, Chris. No worries, Sean. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Wednesday Riddle. So this has been kicking around the Triple M Essence Facebook page, and I tell you what, I said it was going to be difficult, and that appears to be the case. We've only had one correct answer on the Triple M Essence Facebook page. Weatherman Wade did call up before. He got the answer correct as well. So congratulations to both you two. You deserve what's coming to you, which is a big round of applause. The Wednesday Riddle was as follows. If you throw me out a window... You'll leave a grieving wife. Bring me back through the door and give someone a new life. Now, it is difficult. I said that before. But the answer to the Wednesday riddle this morning, one that only two people have got correct. It's a bit cryptic, but that's what riddles are. The answer is the letter N. That is absolutely right. The letter N. So let me talk you through it. If you throw me out a window, so if you throw the N out of window, you'll leave a grieving wife, a.k.a. a widow. Bring me back, bring the N back through the door that makes donor and give someone a new life. Makes sense? Yes. <laughs> the crowd gasps because it's so amazing how that was figured out. I told you it was challenging. And if you didn't get it, I'm really sorry for you, but there's always next week. Sean for breakfast catch-up on Triple M. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Listen to Sean for breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.